everybody. Welcome to another episode of Nerds Drink Whiskey. Always sip, never slam. Uh, we are here yet again at our home away from home, Doggers, uh, where, you know, come to Doggers, you will be made to feel welcome. So uh, we're going to, uh, while we're waiting for Dogger, uh, he's out serving uh, our whiskey of the week to all the people in the crowd. And uh, we're going to do the nerd talk while we wait for him. Um, so, uh, Ed, you had, a, you had a few things you wanted to mention. Yeah, uh, last month when we were here, we spoke a little bit, and it was just about to come out. The Toys That Made Us. Season two is out now. It's on Netflix. I don't know if any of you have seen it. It's a great show. It talks about the history. The new one is, as I recall, it's Transformers and Hello Kitty and... Legos. Legos. Yeah, Legos. And there was one more. Star uh, Trek. Star, Star Trek, Trek was the other yes. one. And uh, great history on all those toys. It's a great show. If you haven't seen season one, definitely watch that also. It's got the classics, G.I. Joe and Barbie and, and Star Wars and He-Man. What's that? Masters of the Universe, yes. I still Masters have my He-Man he he and hilarious. my uh, Skeletor from when yeah, I was a kid. Was. And, and uh, Jeremy, you were a, a big uh, Hello Kitty fan growing up, weren't you? Oh, I own it all. I have, I, my, my office is nothing but pink and white. I remember the bow you used to wear, so. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But, but, you know. I got married, and she made me get rid of it all. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, that must have been uh, more yeah. yeah. uh, the, the, the toys that made us, uh, the people that put that together really knew what they were doing, and they made an amazing documentary. Yeah. So. And the other thing that's out now is uh, Funko. We're all probably familiar with the pops, the little figures. And uh, they have their own show. It's the history of Funko called Making Fun. It's a really good show, too. It's just, I don't remember how long it is. It's like an hour or something like that. probably like an hour. Really good along it's the same line special, as so The Toys like That Made Us. So check that out if you haven't. I was very impressed with that show. So, so uh, those Funko Pops have gotten so popular. I think somebody could make like an independent horror movie sci-fi horror movie about you know why are funko pops so popular you know and, and it, it, it's it could be some brainwashing thing or or uh, like that one movie you were talking about uh, like a couple weeks ago uh upgrade okay. uh you know it, 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 somebody should make a horror movie as to why funko pops have become so popular so quick i mean they've really caught fire addiction with, with the, yeah. Would be, yeah and and gotta uh, have them all yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So uh, see my daughter's. Anyways, uh, I think uh, now is the time we uh, get Dogger to come up on stage and pour us some whiskey. What do you think? Hi, uh, yes, up, up give it up, Dogger. Please, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Dogger. This is uh, all hail Dogger. He is exactly. the official uh, all hail Dogger of uh, Nerds Drink Whiskey, and uh, we keep asking him to do low pours so we can walk out of here. And it he, never. He doesn't know how to do low Because pours. the man actually knows how to I pour a to, drink, ladies and gentlemen. I do have to say, Another reason to come back here to soak up all this alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I've had... See, there you go. Two it's big reasons. how many tacos I've had. Two big reasons to come back to Doggers. Number one, very generous pours. Thank you for that, Dogger. You are the man for that. Number two, delicious food. Come on, man. Dollar tacos on a Saturday? You're beating Taco Bell at $1.29. Come on. Come on, folks. So, and, uh, you know, at Doggers, I don't need near as many wet wipes as I do at Taco Bell. Very true. true. Or as many trips to the restaurant. TMI? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so, watch uh, it, man. I don't want to say what's your, why, but what's your you know why. What's your thoughts on Black Velvet? This has almost no aroma. I found that odd. Yeah. Very, very true. It does not. It, it seems unrefined. It doesn't seem horrible. 
It's just a light aroma. Is there a very light aroma? It's very, very it's, light. Uh, it's blended. It's 80 proof. Yep. Um, not a great mouthfeel. It doesn't really burn on the way down, though. Light turpentine so, taste. Oh, aged three years. Slightly. Slightly. This three years, just, really. I'm kind of surprised yeah. at that. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, it's it's uh, not at all complex. Um, yeah. The finish, like I think every whiskey we've had this month, yeah, uh, the finish is not the greatest. Uh, and that just goes to show you that uh, without the... Uh, without the time in the barrel, uh, I don't care whether you're talking about Scotch, Canadian, Irish, whatever, exactly. bourbon, uh, that time in the barrel is extremely important. So. Very important. Absolutely. It makes all the difference in the world. And this Mark. goes great with the theme this month. It's just middle of the road, just straight drinking, mixing, whatever you want, you know? That kind of seems to be that way as far as this month goes, and especially with this particular product, is the fact that it is very, very, very smooth, at least to me, going down. Um, and that's because maybe it's just, it's not that strong. I'm actually surprised this is the smoothest out of everything that we've had this month. Um, at least going down the throat. Um, it's very, very easy to drink. It's just, it's not for everybody because it's Canadian. So, um, you know, there's just, some people don't like the idea of Canadian whiskey um, as far as the flavor goes. Um, it's a lot uh, easier to drink even, at least in my opinion, than the Crown Royal. But that's just because of the fact that there's barely any flavor there to be had. Well, the way everybody should look at it is a good whiskey is a good whiskey. Bad whiskey is a bad, bad whiskey. whiskey. You like it, you like it, you don't like I, it. I do have to add. Don't agree. My lips are burning. I, I just, uh, it's been a long time since I drank back velvet, but um, uh, aroma is light, the taste is light, but then uh, you kind of get a light turpentine taste. But I, one of the after effects is my, my, my lips are burning. I think all the whiskeys we've had this month uh, kind of burn a little bit. Uh, and again, that's just cast time. Uh, this isn't as sweet as uh, some of the other ones. Um, but of course, those were really sweet to cover up some other stuff. Uh, I think this is the most, I think this is the mildest, uh, most, uh, cheap, kind of uneventful. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not really, really bad and it's not really, really good. It's yeah, just it has kind some of a, flavor, but not overly, overly covered up with sweetness or whatever we were talking about earlier. I have a soft spot for black velvet. It was, uh, uh, 21st birthday and my grandfather gave me a half gallon of black velvet for my 21st birthday. So... That was a night. What was your What was your guys' first experience with black velvet? I think I'm having it. I think I'm having it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, or either that, or this, either that, this, or it this, wasn't that we're memorable. Talking, uh, 25 years ago, yeah. 26 years ago, when my first experience. Not that I haven't had a fair share of uh, horrible but, whiskeys and liquors in my youth. Well, back I mean, then we're just all didn't broke, have to be never had money, and it's like, yeah. oh, we can afford this. Let's drink this. I think well, my memory of black velvet kind of goes along with my review of black velvet. Here is. I may have had black velvet before, but it wasn't really that memorable. Yeah, exactly. It's, you're well, drinking to get drunk when you're like in your You're 20s. not supposed to inhale it. You're supposed to yes, drink it. Yes, 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 yes. I know. Well, for me, you know, like my first major memory of black velvet, even though it has nothing technically to do with it, um, has to do with two things. Number one, 
the, of course, Canadian whiskey. Number two would be Atlanta Miles, which is a Canadian singer. And she was a Canadian, so like, that song. butt rock singer. Exactly. The song Black Velvet, which actually was not about the whiskey, but it was about Elvis Presley. But still, um, you know, that's a common misconception is that song is a bla about Canadian Black Velvet, but it is not. But still, you know, that's one of the things that I think about when I think about this whiskey. So. I can... Um, uh, uh, any final words wrapping up? I think we have about a minute. I can um, actually say I can sit here and sip this and yeah. probably enjoy it and well, not sit there and want to throw it up or throw it away. Yeah. Even if it is Canadian, you got to remember, you know, always sip, never slam. That's where you're getting your flavor from. All right. So uh, uh, we have one minute left. Uh, if anybody's got any final comments. But uh, this episode is going to air August 4th. But uh, for those in the audience, we will return August 4th uh, to do another episode. And we'd love to have you guys uh, here. We found out, uh, if you guys, if you remember the really, uh, really snarky uh, heckler we had over in the corner last time, uh, I guess she's friends with those two gentlemen right there. Oh, okay. And they have, they have <laughs> promised they're going to do everything they can to make sure she comes back because uh, uh, we missed her snark. To see her. Yes, well, I totally we, we missed her snark, and yeah. uh, uh, she was a, a great audience member. So uh, we hopefully we'll see you every, every one of you August 4th. Uh, and uh, now we're going to roll with this week's uh, Nerd News Roundup. Before the news, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for letting me... Uh, joining you guys. I really enjoyed myself. It was good having Thank you. you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. You, you. you are just a little cuter than Jeff. Ah! You know? Yeah. I, it's the Buddha Billy. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That works out a little bit better for us, I think. Thanks See you for having next us, week. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dogger. We love you. These guys. Give it up for the nerds. Mark Karras, the host of Nerds Drink Whiskey, have watched the new Kevin Smith show, Hollyweed. Although I have never indulged in the green and sticky, I found the show to be hilarious. The soundtrack might have been slightly annoying, but the show is so funny that I didn't care. This is the best new comedy in a very long time. I can't recommend it enough. Follow the link in the show notes to give it a view but don't watch it at work. Writer-director John Schnepp has died. Known for Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Metalocalypse, Aquating Hunger Force, and many more, John's death is a huge loss. He died from complications of a stroke. He was 51. Star Trek Discovery now with Spock. Executive producer Alec Kurtzman confirmed the news at San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. Star Trek Discovery returns in January. The Toys That Made Us Season 3 will feature Power Rangers, Wrestling, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and My Little Pony. Anyone older than 30 that watched the first season of The Toys That Made Us was left craving for more. Season 2 was released in May and we will and we all turned into Claudia from Interview with a Vampire. I want some more. 
Netflix has not only responded with what will make up season three, but let us know that this is no longer the original eight-part special. The Toys That Made Us is now an ongoing documentary series. The Mary Sue has an interesting take on the latest Buffy news. In case you didn't hear, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is being rebooted. This time with an African-American actress in the iconic role, a female African-American showrunner in charge, and some asking some very important questions. The writer points out that unless original work from creators of color gets made, it'll never belong to that community. She follows that with, it'd be better if it were a spin-off series with the Black Slayer, which could still turn out to be the case, with the show still in early development, because then at least she could be her own person. But even that doesn't have the same benefits as something wholly original. Although we don't entirely agree with everything said in the article, it is very much worth reading. Pressure is being aimed at Disney for James Gunn being fired. You might have heard that James Gunn was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie for something said about a decade ago. Many in Hollywood have come out not just to support him, but point out that being fired after trying to be a better person is a bad direction to go. Actress Selmar Blair urged Disney to rehire James Gunn and encouraged her followers to sign a Change.org petition in support of him. As of Monday, nearly 200,000 people had signed the petition. Others voicing support are Dave Batista, Zoe Zaldana, Chris Pratt, and Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Rowland. Comedian actor Patton Oswalt took aim at far-right social media personality Mike Cernovich, who is credited with digging up Gunn's old comments. Please check the link in the show notes for the full story, because it's a good one. Game of Thrones House Stark gets inked to say goodbye. Lauren Windsor of Hunter and Fox Tattoo did the art for Sophie Turner. Maisie Williams just wanted to remind everyone that she is no one. Game of Thrones sadly doesn't return until 2019 sometime. Mark Hamill was not dressed as Orange Vader. Mark Hamill used a Jedi mind trick on us all. During the hype of Comic-Con, Hamill retweeted someone using the handle Brendan Bajillas, who thought Hamill was the one dressed as what he called Orange Vader. Hamill followed up about 19 hours later with breaking news. Fan slam, sham, ham, scam. Actor Mark Hamill says it was all in good fun and simply a joke meant to playfully mind trick his fans. He claims, without proof, most people enjoyed his massive San Diego Comic-Con job. Follow the link in the show notes for the full and funny story. Follow Mark Hamill on Twitter for endless hijinks from the Jedi Master. Robert De Niro might join Joaquin Phoenix in Joker movie. Joker would be the iconic actor's first comic book movie. The Hollywood Reporter stated Monday that De Niro would play a talk show host for the film set in Gotham City in the 1980s. Joker is set to start shooting later in the year and is due out October 4th, 2019. Nathan Fillion gets honest about Booster Gold rumors. The actor recently opened up about Booster Gold at San Diego Comic-Con. And while he isn't actively campaigning for the role, he thinks he'd be great at it. I heard that. He's a great character. Am I vying for the role? And do I want an internet thing to go crazy? 
No, I don't want that to happen. Do I think it's a great role? Yes. Would I do an amazing job? I'd like to think that I would. He's a great character. He's such a doofus. I could do that. So they have decided to do a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, eh? Most fans are already preparing to hate this. Since they have also announced that they want an African American lead, we know what the result will be. Just like with the Ghostbusters reboot, The Last Jedi, and a few other incidents, they will call you racist and sexist if you say that it sucks. But I think I have a way to make everyone happy. What about a deep dive on to the two Black Slayers already in the Buffyverse? Let's do a deep dive on the backstory of Kendra Young and her watcher Sam Zabuto. Then maybe mix in some flashbacks of Nikki Wood as well. Any fellow Buffy fans out there? They're going to do it no matter what we think. But how would you guide them to make it not suck? Bobcat Goldthwait lashes out at Disney. In response to James Gunn being fired, Bobcat Goldthwait asked Disney to remove his voice from an upcoming park attraction. I would hate for you to come off as hypocritical, so I'm just suggesting you remove my voice from the attraction that's coming to your park. It's called World of Color Villainous, and I reprise the role of Pain. A role I played in Hercules, Goldthwait writes. So see, here's the deal. Years ago, I made a lot of sarcastically shocking and offensive jokes. Many that I'm embarrassed about now, and I'd hate to make you guys look bad seeing that I'm openly critical of the president and his administration. And you seem to be taking your lead from some of his radical fringe supporters. I think this is the most classy thing Bobcat Goldthwait has ever done. Jay and Silent Bob reboot aiming for November's start date. At San Diego Comic-Con, Kevin Smith gave an update to the Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. The movie starts shooting in November. In the film, Jay and Silent Bob learn that the superhero movie Blunt Man and Chronic is about to be rebooted. So they go on an adventure to stop the movie from being made. Tons more details if you follow the link in the show notes. Marvel's Avengers Infinity War release dates announced. The digital edition lands on July 31st, while the physical versions release two weeks later on August 14th. Which version of Infinity War are you waiting for? Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon apologizes for a distasteful video. The resurfaced video involved the assault of children as part of a scheme to stop serial killers by traveling back in time. In 2009, I made a pilot which strove to parody the series Dexter and only succeeded in offending, Harmon said in a statement obtained by Variety. I quickly realized the content was way too distasteful and took the video down immediately. Nobody should ever have to see what you saw, and for that I sincerely apologize. Stan Lee is getting animated with the Teen Titans. In Teen Titans Go to the Movies, Stan Lee is a character. It's a superhero movie cameo where he makes fun of himself for doing so many superhero movie cameos. Is this the most meta thing you've heard about today? Zachary Quinto confirms our rating for Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie. 
Zachary Quinto recently talked to USA Today and had this to say. We're waiting on specifics. I'm thrilled that we might have the opportunity to work with Tarantino and see what he would do with us in this universe. It's going to be an R-rated version of Star Trek, which would be the first in the movies and that's exciting. I've been a fan of his for years and I'm really inspired by his originality. Take that originality and mix it with this world full of incredible ideology and colorful characters and the result could be pretty thrilling. Between the blood and F-bombs that Quentin Tarantino is known for, none of this should be too shocking. But what are your thoughts on the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek? Marvel's new Infinity Wars series is building towards a major villain reveal. Infinity Wars Prime number one was released this week. Writer Jerry Duggan has been redefining the role and purpose of the Infinity Gems within the Marvel Universe. The comic is drawn by Mike Dodato Jr., Frank Martin, and Corey Pettit. A detailed article on the comic can be found in the show notes. Cosplayers rally for Rose at Comic-Con. I don't care how much you hate the Disney era of Star Wars. Harassing the cast is wrong. The actress Kelly Marie Tran left social media because internet trolls kept attacking her. But true Star Wars fans made sure she felt some love by cosplaying her character Rose Tico from The Last Jedi. When Disney fired James Gunn from directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Ryan Johnson went to work covering his tracks. The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson responded by deleting over 20,000 tweets. What did he have to hide? Screenshots are links in the show notes. Will international drinkers save bourbon from a bust? According to the Distilled Spirits Council, more than 23 million cases of American whiskey were sold in 2017. Much of it bourbon. Bringing over 3 billion in revenue for distillers. Times have not always been so good. In the late 1970s, and through the early 2000s when limited edition bottles and cult favorite Pappy Van Winkle burst onto the scene, bourbon was overshadowed by vodka's immense popularity. The industry's ace in the hole could be exports. Despite the renaissance the category has enjoyed, bourbon is still underdeveloped globally versus the other whiskey categories like Scott, Rob Mason, Vice President of Whiskey's Marketing at Beam Centauri. Globally, the total market for Scotch and American whiskey is $6.7 billion, Heaven's Hills Master Distiller Denny Potter says. In today's market, Scotch accounts for an 82% share of those sales. If American whiskey moved the needle just 10%, exports would exceed $2 billion. Compare that to domestic American whiskey sales of $4 billion. For political and logistical reasons, 2018 could be a challenging time to bring a distinctly American spirit to international markets. New Buffy showrunner walks back the term reboot? Showrunner Monica Awasubreen made an interesting post to Twitter yesterday. For some genre writers, it's Star Wars. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my Star Wars. Before I became a writer, I was a fan. For seven seasons, I watched Buffy Summers grow up, find love, kill that love. I watched her fight and struggle and slay. 
There is only one Buffy. One Xander, one Willow, one Giles, Cordelia, Oz, Tara, Kendra, Faith, Spike, Angel. They can't be replaced. Joss Whedon's brilliant and beautiful series can't be replicated. I wouldn't try to. But here we are. 20 years later. And the world seems a lot scarier. So maybe it could be time to meet a new Slayer. And that's all I can say. Could we still get an origin story of Kendra Young? Only one out of five Game of Thrones prequels have survived. For obvious reasons, HBO has been pulling out all the stops to keep the Game of Thrones brand alive after the final season. They even had five entire spin-offs being developed at one time. One has been approved. But the others were sent to a red wedding. For more details, check the link in the show notes. Johnny Walker's new blend includes ghost whiskeys. Johnny Walker's new scotch is Johnny Walker Blue Label Ghost. It's the second in a series of special releases from the distiller. Johnny Walker Blue Label Ghost includes whiskey from the distillery of Port Ellen that closed its doors in 1983. For more info on the ghost whiskeys in this special scotch, click the link in the show notes. Will Mara Jade be in Star Wars 9? Timothy Zahn created the character Mara Jade, but has not heard anything about Mara Jade being in Star Wars Episode 9. When Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, the expanded universe was rebranded as Legends. Many Legends characters have made it back to canon, however. Fans have been passionately begging Lucasfilm to bring Mara Jade to canon again. In an interview with the Talking Bay 94 podcast, the author said he's unaware if Mar Jade is in the Episode 9 screenplay. However, he would be interested in seeing the character make the leap from Legends to canon as long as it was the right fit. Check out the link to a great article on the potential for a Mar Jade appearance in the show notes. <laughs> 